As Pride Month comes to a close, I want to remind everyone that the work, activism, and fight to move forward to an equal and equitable future does not stop. In fact, it is more important now than ever. Welcome back to the Darius and David podcast. I'm your host, David, uh, with the other host, Darius, wherever he is in the void. Yep. There he is. Yep. This man say he is a host. No, you're not. What, guest. what am I? Guest? A guest. You're going to be out of here in a couple of days. Frequent guest. Boy, I've been on this podcast for how many episodes? 62 episodes? 100? 500? However many episodes we have? Something like that. Funny you mentioned that. Oh, well, I got to pull it up on my laptop, but. Yeah, anyway. How you doing? What's up with you? I'm good. Uh, doing this thing for corporate while we record. So I want to get it over with. So. Corporate? Yeah. If you if know. David sound low because he's lazy and don't have his headphones in. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even, don't, don't even front. First off, this we are, we all know this app is trash. Second off, the listeners know that uh, we've had some funky audio issues. And third, the last time I used my headphones, it was also low. So I don't, we, we don't know what's going on. No, no, no. It was fine last time. No, no. That's, that's maybe your headphones. No, it's you. I literally have a microphone right here. You using whatever you using Android, the first one that came out or whatever. Put slander in my name. Not slander if it's true. Anywho. Anywho. So you still drinking your water and mind your business? Yeah, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Why? I just gotta ask to remind the listeners to do the same. Some of them need to. Mm, Boy, fine. you know what the recent events that took place. Oh yeah, don't worry. Well, I was going. I was. Don't worry. I have it on the agenda to get to get into it. Don't worry about and it. And I uh, I shared my thoughts because you know, to my social media, I can do what I want. Some stupid idiot thought I posted it for them to debate me. That ain't the case. Had to use some language I wouldn't usually use. You had to log off and use some language that corporate can't hear. Right. They still ain't responded. It'd be like that. Oh, well. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll get into that. In a second, but I'm, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, life is life. I'm still trucking along, you know. Nothing new, nothing said. I teach soon. Um, you have to get closer to the phone or something. You start to fade. Yeah, because I was yawning. I teach soon. Um, I, I I have a trip. I have a vacation soon next weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll vacation by himself. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 let the listeners know how that went. People are dying to know. 
boy. No one wants to know about my life. Yeah. So, as we all know, and if you don't know, then you're really li- living under a rock. In which case, what what are you doing? Cause what? Um. So recent news, uh, recent events happened. Some pretty big events happened. Um, with you know Roe v. Wade and that being essentially overturned, uh, and uh, you know some states having where abortion is still legal because you know they pass laws and whatnot. But Louisiana not being one of them. Um, in fact, Louisiana was one of the trigger state quote 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 unquote trigger states that you know. Whenever Roe v. Wade did get overturned, it immediately uh, would uh, illegalize uh, abortion. So uh, that's fun. So if you're listening to this, y'all, y'all, y'all got to be careful out on these streets. Uh, be careful on these streets. And if your rights got taken away, so- sorry, 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 sorry about this country. Sorry that uh, a bunch of old people get to dictate what get to dictate the laws by your body. I'm trying to see them uh, undo Loving versus Virginia. I'm trying to see some. Oh, so yeah. Tap dancing monkey can get a divorce. Oh, yeah, no. I said it. Don't worry. I, I, right after I have that, I have uh, Supreme Court uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. Oh, boy. He's uh, he really trying it. Um... Because he's planning to go after, let me pull up the exact names. Uh, so yeah, that happened, and it's scary, not only because you know rights and whatnot being taken away, um, but it also it's not very foreboding about what what's going to happen in the future. Um, I guarantee you by December. Hopefully, I'm wrong, but I doubt I am. They're gonna come for Brown versus Board of Education. Oh and yeah, then things gonna get real interesting. They've already, hmm. So, uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, in a concurring opinion to uh, the court's precedent-breaking decision overturning Roe v. Wade, said that he would do away with the doctrine of uh, substantive due process and explicitly called on the court to overrule the water shield civil rights rulings in uh, Griswold v. Connecticut, Lawrence v. Texas, and Orchall v. Hodges. Um... Now, if you're like me and you don't know what those are by word, most people who most people want it. Um, Griswold was this 1965 Supreme Court decision that established a right for married couples to buy and use contraceptives, uh, and basically became the basis for uh, the right to contraceptives for all couples. A few years later, uh, Lawrence was a 2003 Supreme Court decision that established the right for consenting adults to engage in engage in same-sex intimacy. And Orbefall was a 2015 Supreme Court decision to establish the right for same-sex couples to be married. Um, so, uh, yeah, three very big things that uh, they're, uh, he, he wants to overturn. And uh, the reason why this is scary, at least to me, and I know a, a lot of other people too, is that, uh, you know, two and a half months ago, leaks, because, you know, old people don't know how to take care of their documents, uh, they got leaked at a opinion piece was like, oh, yeah, we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. That was two and a half months ago. And they did it. Um, and maybe maybe I'm a pacifist. But with the way that they, they, the, with the quickness they did it with, I have no doubt that uh, the, these three other things, major things, uh, will get overturned as well. 
But they got uh, never been a pacifist. Not a pacifist, a pacifist. Like oh. pessimist. I know. I I, re- I re- realize I spelled that spelled that wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe listen. I was in a hurry typing all this. You have a week. No. But yeah, it's maybe rushing through life. I really do. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 not great times. But like you said. Uh, he does not mention loving V. Virginia, um, which is one of those cases where it's like, Ooh, well, it's not an original constitution because mm. they're they're a cult apparently, and they want to abide by a two like a two over two hundred year old document uh, where the people who wrote it would probably be scared if a light bulb went off or you showed them a phone, they would try to shoot you. But no, no, him going back two hundred years is also wild. Given, <sighs> never mind. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's let. It's also written, you know, when slavery was still a thing. So let's uh. Hmm. But no, no, we gotta abide by the Constitution. Anyways, um, I have a thought, but you know, corporate. But yeah. Uh. So conveniently, he left out that one because you know. That one affects him personally, and anything that affects them personally, they can't overturn those. But if it doesn't, whoa. um, but another someone on Twitter, I think it was like a uh, a senator or some some nonsense like that, someone who supports Trump uh, or was a Republican, said that they should go after. Oh, actually, they were re- they uh, quote tweeted Barack Obama because uh, Barack uh, Obama quote you know made a tweet about you know the Roe v. Wade overturning. And he said, yeah, we're going to come after Roe v. I mean, Brown versus the Board of Education and uh, the other one dealing with interracial marriage next. And I was like, what? So, yeah. It's not fun times. Yep. Uh, Yeah, man. Also, the whole I like peace. Yeah, that's mine now. I like peace, like I say. Agent Orange is out of here. You saw the stupid white lady talking about thank you yep. for... Boy. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Boy. Anyway, before you keep talking about whatever you're talking about, y'all should go stream uh, YG and Nipsey Hustle FTD. Go stream it, all right? Play it for the kids. It's a good song. But uh, remember, I like peace, like I say. Go, go go play it. Go play it for the fans. Play it on a road trip. Yeah, also, yeah. we talked about birthdays last week. Mm. Turns out my Amy, Jay, and Brian birthday on the same day. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Three of the know. wildest people I've ever known. I didn't know uh, Jay's birthday was on Brian's birthday, but happy belated birthday. I know until Brian have a birthday, so. Did you listen to Jay's episode? Uh, I have not yet. Oh. Though, uh, <laughs> Brian did call me out. He said that assuming that Jay said something bad is a little suspicious. Hmm. The NBA draft happened. All these people, 18 and older, is about to get $3 million. Must be nice. 
Must be nice. Junior Lofton from Tech, uh, he got a two-way contract with the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. So that's pretty cool. This man was like, yeah, I'm out of here. He was going to transfer to another school, but, you know, NBA came calling, and I don't blame him. Wasn't that the uh, guy who got a medal from the, uh, like, did the Olympics and got a medal? Sure. That's how you know him. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah. Drafted or undrafted, people about to get paid. We love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, this episode 58, you said earlier. Boy, so I was, I made a new Facebook page. It's <laughs> Daniel Joshua. Because Joshua. But uh, D O N N E L space J O S H U A. I guess that's how you spell Joshua. It's not my name. I don't care. But uh, boy, I was putting the episodes on there. This is a lot of content. This is a lot of stuff to like go in and place and do the stuff and then go in the next one, all one at a time. So this makes fifty eight, right? Mm-hmm. Our first official episode released June 10th of 2021. And now, not even 58 weeks later, we have the boy, we putting out bangers, all right? I'm trying to get this Emmy. All right. So y'all keep keep listening to the podcast and doing question of the week stuff and sharing episodes on your social media. Share it with your friends. All right, help 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 get the show out there. Because I want an Emmy. All this stuff. We missed maybe, since the show started, we missed probably three weeks. Like Mother's Day uh, week. And then you missed a week and I missed a week. So we just, we just didn't record. We still ended up with all this content. But yeah, we did. We, we, really, we really putting stuff out there. Like, And what, what's even crazier about all this? Granted, there's, you know, there are a few in there, like story times that are shorter. Um... And there Don't are matter. episodes like like two or three episodes that uh, you and Jay did, um, but like these episodes average about an hour an episode. So like that's like fifty. That's like fifty five hours of our lives. Like that's fifty five hours worth of content. Like I've had to deal with you for fifty eight episodes. I had to deal with you more times in a week than there are weeks in a year. Yep. Yes, you did. No, I was gonna say like some the occasional part two and stuff. If you want to will it as one, whatever, I don't care. But we still shouldn't end up with this many and like this soon. So, like the podcast. All right, hit the Facebook page up, Daniel Joshua. Um, type it. I already spelled it D O N N E L L and space, of course, because some of y'all slow. J O S H U A. Somebody asked, do we really have to say the spaces? Yes. Don't underestimate how. <laughs> not intelligent people are in the world but uh alright Facebook follow us on Spotify give us 5 stars Apple Podcasts give us 5 stars Google Podcasts give us 5 stars we're on Pocket Cast Radio Public wherever you listen to podcasts we're most likely there except YouTube we don't do YouTube give us 5 stars alright comment good stuff we don't want your bad ones we don't care do this cause I want an Emmy I'm putting out bangers for y'all. I want an Emmy. Bang. 
Errors. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, 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 I remember what I was going So, for listeners who don't know, Josh was my middle name. So, but I was like, where, where did you get the name Donnell from? Is that your middle name? I don't know. Is it? You won't what you logic won't, tell you? You won't. You know, I don't think I ever do that about you. That's interesting. That's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it's not, but okay. June thinks you're the state with the black state. I say what I say. What do you, what do you mean? June thinks you're the state with the blacks. Like everybody, oh, it's a national holiday. Cool. And then you realize, oh, yeah. So, like, other people who ain't the blacks, they really get this time off. No, you go to work. Oh, then you're yeah. out here, got people <laughs> Juneteenth hats on, getting rid of my Negro politics and the commercialization. Hey, man, should have stayed with the blacks. Um, that's funny. I saw, yeah, I saw the video you sent me where I was the guy looking at an email. It was just like, yeah, right. I, 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 he was like, yeah, I can't go to more day. It's Juneteenth. And it was like a white employee. He was like, I'm still working today. What do you mean? This stupid idiot Skip Bayless said Steph Curry, quote, Steph Curry got so light-skinned in the finals, I couldn't even see him on the court, end quote. But get this man off my TV. It's decrepit piece of trash. 80-year-old white man saying some nonsense like that. Wait, Steph Curry. Let me look him up. You don't know Steph Curry, David? He got so light skin on the court. Wait, who who said this? Skip Bayless. Look him up. Oh, the, oh, this guy. He old. This man's <laughs> old. <sighs> anyway. That's some other stuff. We'll get to it when we get to it. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. She got an EGOT, and I want one. And she also got two BET Awards and eight NAACP Awards. So, yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> so, the guy who coined the term <laughs> Philip oh, wait, Michael... Wait, wait, wait. Before what? you get into that, I said, shout out to her. And I almost said, that's going to be us one day. But I was like, wait a minute. No, that won't. <laughs> That's going to be you one day, not going to be me. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to be you. If she got a BET award in NAACP award. I mean, the way this world going. Anybody can get a BET award. But (laughs) that's hilarious, man. Anyway. So the person who coined the term EGOT, shout out to that chick angel. Here's the po- here's the thing podcast for uh, telling me this, but uh, his name is Philip Michael Thomas. He was an actor. Boy, he was like, yeah, I want to win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. You know, he's won none of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the turn. Get on out of here. He's seventy three now, and they don't even have him an honorary anything. This man's just awardless. 
Y'all they got paid for the name. That's that's that that's how I be in the world, honestly. All right, you can get back to your stuff. I'll interject from time to time, maybe. Um, but yeah, gets good stuff. Uh, this boy said he can't win a BET award. That's funny. You know, white people all BET. Really? Yes. That seems racist, but uh. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Yeah, but uh, coming back to uh, like, what's even worse about this whole situation is that like, you know, the the opinion piece got released, well, got leaked two and a half months ago that this was gonna happen, and you know, someone could have done something about that during that time, but no one did. So I'm like, if if he's saying, hey, we're gonna do these three things, like what, what, what? Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I, d- I doubt they're going to do anything about it, um, even though they have the time to do so. Um, and that brings me to my next point that, like, don't don't donate to your money to, like, Democrats or people that who say they're, you know, politicians, they'll fight for change. Like, donate to, like, activists. Donate to activist groups who, like, actually will. No. Um, I was scolding my dog, but yeah. Donate the people who are actually putting in the work. I don't know. I'm not in the realm of telling people what to do with their money. So. You can't. Correction. If you want to Make terrible decisions, then blame me for it. So. But hey. Got anything else before I uh, get on to the to the queer antics. Nope. Go ahead and get it up. Okay. So uh, today we got a fun topic on, you know, Prime I'm so, almost over, so we got a fun topic. What I consider fun. Uh, and it's the history of ballroom. Uh, now, I, I, I know you sent me some, like, TikToks and some videos on Facebook and whatnot about, like, uh, you know, dances that were, like, the Vogue scene or ballroom. What, what do you know about ballroom culture, Darius? Boy, nothing. I just be watching the videos. I don't care enough to go in depth. Ooh, what's the history? Okay. Well, based on the videos you've seen, because I, I I've seen some of the videos you've seen. Tell what are your what are some of your impressions? I'll just give you the corporate answer because <laughs> come on now, don't do this. Uh people be dancing. They do the little duck walk thingy, whatever, when they bouncing. God, come on, Adam. What, what are you looking for? What answer do you want? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, a death drop be killing me, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. Oh, and people falling and then... <laughs> when people falling for real in real life, and then they dub over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those videos be really good. I like them, too. Oh. <sighs> The crowd reactions be funny. That joke be funny. Oh yeah, uh, honestly, the reaction the reactions from the crowd are make make up the ballroom scene. Like that's that's. And then you have some nonsense where people dress up like aliens. Or the one I sent you earlier. Somebody <laughs> sent you that actually. I think it was Rochelle. So, yeah. 
Boy, the one you sent me earlier was truly wild. Yeah, it was. No words. No words. Well, no, we're talking about hit us up, you know, hit hit us hit us up privately because uh, corporate, um, <laughs> right. So, so if your corporate don't hit me up, because I'm not telling you. Um, side note, do you, uh, what do you think about like you know corporations and or like police people who like make fake accounts or whatnot to like try to get people, uh, they weird. They are weird, but I don't know. It just, it just also, feels like. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Like, if you a freak, then you deserve to get got. But if you like, I don't know, just be posting funny stuff, and then corporate is like, "Yeah, we be we be searching out just your social media from time to time. You have to delete it. You know what I'm saying? Start over. Hey, hey, let's not do that. <sighs> if you know, you know." If you know, you know. Man, that's weird. People who make burner accounts in general are weird. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I asked all that sex, and we're going to talk about ballroom. Um, so, ball culture emerged in the 1920s in and around New York City, which, honestly, I didn't even think it dated, dated that back. Uh, well, English. Dated that far back, but hey. Um, at the beginning, performers consisted of mainly white men putting on drag fashion so- shows, which was also an interesting point, considering what we what I know is ballroom culture now, or the history that I, knew, I learned at first. Um, so black queens rarely, rarely participated, and when they did, they were expected to lighten their faces, um, which is, hmm, hmm, racist. Um, <laughs> also, before I continue, I'm getting this from Grinnell College Subcultures and Sociology. Um, and that specific, that specific, uh, information about, you know, uh, black queens who participated, what lightening their faces or expecting lightning faces came from Cunningham, 1995. Um, I cite my stuff. Uh, so, you know, fed up with the restrictive and racist ball culture, the, the queer back black ball culture ball community established their own underground ball culture in 1960s. And this is what I know uh, as ball culture. Um, and that culture can contain very few categories with, uh, with primarily queens portraying Las Vegas showgirls. Um, however, the New York Stonewall riots of the late 1960s, and if you don't know what that is, go listen to a few, a few episodes back where I specifically talk about that. Because um, that's important. Um, when queer people of color step to police, uh, it essentially that changed the self-perceptions uh, within the subculture and from feeling guilty and apologetic to feelings of self-acceptance and pride. Um, the 1970s saw an expansion of ball participation in, as balls <laughs> increased the number of types and categories so that inclusivity and involvement of everyone um, yeah, I realize there's a lot of balls this episode, but hey, it's fitting the theme. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm a menace to society. Um, oh. yeah, that, you that, can I, I, stop. Do I? Do yes. I? Yes. And if your answer is yes, like Darius is, uh, then no. 
Balls, so <laughs> damn. Uh, balls became a, a safe space for queer youth of color, uh, mainly blacks and Latinos and Latinas, to express themselves freely. Um, so yeah, kind of became a safe place uh, for that community, and that's the history I portray, like you know, from stuff like Paris is Burning and Pose, which uh, Pose is a, I think it's on, all on Hulu now. It's a good show. It basically depicts, you know, this ballroom culture I'm talking about here. Um, and it also is also talks about the AIDS crisis. Um, and then Paris is Burning is specifically about uh, ballroom culture. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, and as, you know, you know, more categories, categories came to light and became more of a safe space, uh, a, a, you know, competition started to develop. Uh, and the competitions consist of a large entire language, the concepts, categories, dances, and slang that are unique to the subculture. Um, off a lot of this is, you know, have been appropriatized by the whites and renamed. Uh, for example, one big one uh, is, I think, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I think it was like season six or season five, whatever season it was. Uh, someone, did a, someone did a dip. Uh, and they refer to it as a death drop. Uh, and essentially, it's... You, you've seen it before. It's what we talked about. You know, when people fall and then it cuts to the video of the person hitting the floor with their leg behind <laughs> like them. That's that's actually called a dip. However, because someone on RuPaul's Drag Race referred to it as a death drop, that's what most of the white, uh, white gays know it as. But it's actually How long ago did that happen? Do you know? Because I've heard it. The death drops was like, oh, eight, nine. Yeah. So. Um... I don't know if RuPaul's show been out that long, though. No. So it was, like, before that. Um, but, yeah, just know that that is actually called a dip. Um, and it's a part of Vogue, the Vogue dance style. Uh, so back to the competitions. Participants walk or compete on stage for, or runways for prizes, displaying their outfits along with their persona for different categories. Uh, the performances consist of strutting, dancing, and spoken word, which is I didn't really know Spoken Ward was in there, but hey, cool stuff. Uh, performances are judged by one's fashions, appearance, and dancing. Uh, one common category is called realness, where participants in, in drag are judged on, on their ability to pass as heterosexual males or females. Um, <laughs> I think this category in particular has like had uh, some uh, hmm. uh, controversy because it was used as like for you know trans males and trans females like to see how real they real they were uh as like feel their past and whatnot um but yeah other common categories include business executive uh best dressed dressed best dressed and butch queens and pumps um all pretty self-explanatory and of course not all all performances consist of cross-dressing a few common categories include females highlighting their femininity and males highlighting their masculinity. Uh, Voguing, uh, dance made famous by Madonna's hit song Vogue, actually originated from ball culture in the 1980s. Um, and, you know, that's what... There's a competition show on HBO Max called Legendary, where it's all about Voguing and the dances. Um... And, you know, voguing categories quickly became, like, popular within the ball community. Um, and competition, that's what 
most of the time that's what you see you know those videos and on tiktok that's them voguing for competition um the dancers utilize stylized arm movements sharp poses and fast and low to the ground foot movements um Overall, the spectrum of identities performed on the floor and the craft and spectacle of the performance themselves moved to center stage. The routine labor of self-presentation. Um, and yeah, I, I believe uh, like in the 1980s when Vogue like, actually became a thing, they that, that Vogue got stylized and powerized by Madonna. And then at some point, they... Voguing itself, like the dance started to shift as you know, dances and things do. Uh, so there's old way voguing and then there's new way voguing, um, with old way having more like um, sharp movements and like poses uh, and things of that nature. Um, uh, ball participants use their performances to communicate specific information about themselves to others. Uh, and this is this line I thought was funny. Uh, the ball balls create a welcoming, non-critical space for the queer community to construct their sense of self and their own hidden world, free to con- the constraints constraints of the, that modern mo- mainstream society puts on gender and c- sexual expression. Uh, I find that statement funny um, because uh, it is not it is not a welcoming or non-critical space. Boy, they the judges be harsh. They they be talking some mess. It is critical. Yeah, what they be saying. Um. So, for example, on legendary, in legendary issue should be taken with a grain of salt because only one of the judges, well, with the exception of a few guest judges, only one of the judges actually is a participant in the ballroom scene. Um. But people have said that that's either like a minor form of like what actually happens in the ballrooms or like, you know, the petty comments they make. Uh, and on this most recent season, uh, some one group did so bad that one of the judges, Law Roach, who has been infamous for his like ridiculous and uh, petty comments. Um, he just started seeing an amazing grace uh, in like five different keys because he can't sing. Um and then at the end, when he stops, he says, I just sang at your funeral because it's over for y'all. Um, indicative yes. that they did so bad that uh, it's they're dead. They're, they're done. They're... Hmm. You know, it's... never mind. You know, no, no. Say it. you know, it's funny. Like, people like that. And then I was watching uh, Gordon Ramsay video. People really just be letting these folks talk to them any kind of way and get away with it. Really? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. It's like you really could have just threw that hot skillet at them. Why didn't you? <laughs> uh, what's even funnier is that uh, I think so in season two and season three um, the most recent one in season three because that's the most recent one I watched uh, after he did this, like, you know, he sang the song and it was like, oh, it's over for y'all. And then gave him a four, which is a very low score. Um, and he was just like, because the, the, the people argue back with him. And they're like, yeah, we did our best. And he said, well, your best wasn't good enough. I'm giving you a four. And I was like, oh. Um, I mean, then, to be fair, people best sometimes don't be good enough. It is what oh, it is. For sure. I'm not denying that. 
Um, and then the person, the person that was having a, a fit with him said under his breath, I don't like her. And he was like, what What'd you say? He's like, no, no, pass her the mic. I can take it. Um, and then the person's like, I'll see you outside. And he was like, oh. So when they come back for like, you know, the judging and whatnot, because uh, the two lowest uh, you know, teams have to compete in like Vogue battles to save their houses, to stay in the competition. While they're deliberating and like giving points to like who the, the houses, uh, Law Roach just goes, so uh, you said you wanted to fight me outside? He's like, oh, no, we can go do it here. And then basically almost fights the person on stage. It's kind of funny. It was like, oh. Oh, yeah. And then in season two, there was a similar confrontation between Law Roach and a team that was doing exceptionally well, but they had one bad night. Uh, and when they got negative critiques, uh, there was a, quite a heated confrontation. Uh, and apparently, even so much so that, like, what was actually shown on TV wasn't, like, all that was shown. Like, production cut some of it out. Um, wild. But yeah. In general, the purpose is to be a welcoming, non-critical space. Like once they get all, uh, all like all the payness and like competition out of the system and whatnot. Like, like oh yeah, we're did you do something different? Because you just got significantly louder. No. Interesting. All right, go on. Um, but like once you get past all that, yeah, they're, they're like, oh yeah, we're we're here to express our gender and sexual expression and whatnot. And like be ourselves, offensively ourselves, and because that's the whole point of this whole shindig. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Some you know houses uh, that have been well, like bigger houses. Uh, let's see, what does it talk about? Does it talk about? Huh? Oh yeah, okay. I'll get to the house in seconds. So ball, ball culture consists of, of unique values and social structures. So in the 1960s, uh, which revolutionized ball culture, many participants cannot openly express their gender, gender or sexual identity within their biological families. Uh, so to fill this void, groups called houses or families emerged. Um, and houses essentially serve as uh, many ball participants' only source of family. Um, cause you know, people are getting kicked out of their homes and whatnot, especially during like the AIDS crisis. Uh, cause parents were like, oh, you have HIV, we don't want to be associated with you. Um, I mean, it still happens now to a less degree, but it still happens, which makes Roe v. Wade overturned wild. Um, but yeah, many queer you've joined balls at a young the age. The you link stuff is crazy to me. Yeah, well, my word association be going off. Right. Go on, go on. Never mind, go on. No, no, I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> like what? I thought, uh, I thought it was just me. Somebody else said they'd be confused. I was like, I'm not alone. My, my whole existence is confused, people. Um, anyways, so many clear youth join balls at a young age, and some sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, pause. Um, this man said pause. <laughs> Not uh, pause. And the reason why they do that is because, you know, they get kicked out of their homes. And so they join these houses or these families. Um, 
when they cannot live safely at their, with their biological family. Uh, these alternative families are led by mothers who are much um, who are mostly or who were mostly led by mothers who are mostly butch queens, uh, gay men, or feminine queens, transgender women, or fathers who are mostly butch queens, or butches, transgender men. Um, and these house parents serve as the heads of their houses and as role models and mentors for their children. Um, children often take the surname of the house parents. So, for example, uh, Pepper Labeja. Uh, which was a former house mother of the house Labeja, which was, uh, I think, a really big house in the ballroom community, uh, changed her last name when she joined the house. Um, these houses compete in balls together and develop a style of their own. Uh, hierarchies, uh, both within and out of the houses, uh, competitive realm exists. Certain drag queens and house parents are legacies or idols within their communities. Uh, Pepper LaBeja says that ball fame is as close to reality that uh, they will get to fame and fortune. Uh, becoming a legacy within the ball community is their ultimate fantasy. Um, so yeah, there's houses and whatnot. Some other examples of big big name houses are the house is the house of Extravaganza, uh, uh, house of LaBeja. Uh, I think there's a house of Ninja, house of West. Um, some of these names be very interesting. Um, yeah, and then in the ballroom, the hierarchy is basically like I think after a certain time, like you know, five years can be in the ball, so you become an icon. Um, and you know, after 10, I think you become a legacy, uh, and after, like after a certain amount of time, or like competing or winning a certain amount of things, you become legendary, which is like the highest you can get. Um, and it's it basically is like that title gets kind of uh. Attach you basically like going to college, except not. Um, so it can become an icon, you become an icon blank house name. Uh, did you watch uh, the uh, Family Feud episode that had the drag queens on it? Oh, yeah, yes, I did. It's a pretty good episode. Oh, yeah, no, RuPaul, RuPaul, RuPaul is wild. Yeah, I might go watch it, look it up. RuPaul was on uh, Let's Make a Deal. Show y'all how old I am. I'll be watching Let's Make a Deal. What a good episode. It's not relevant, but I just remember he was on it. Speaking of old shows, did you watch uh, The Price is Right? I did when Bob. I don't really watch it when he was on there. Also, I hate that show because some stupid idiot. So a regular person would like uh, $12,000 in some dumb person. Uh, a twelve thousand one, and then they'll win, and I just be like, man, <laughs> I would be waiting for you after this show end. <laughs> so yeah, I don't watch it. That vexes me. I I used to watch a lot of my grandparents. Uh, Price is Right. Let's make a deal. Uh, deal or no deal. That was another good one. Deal or no deal was a good one. That man was OCD. That's funny. Howie. You know, I think I remember. I think I remember hearing about that. <laughs> Boy, those game those game shows were honestly bring them back. I need to watch more of those game shows because those are a fun time. Well, the game shows that came on during the pandemic, those junks was fire. But now the world opened it back up and ain't them coming back on. Like, hey, hey, hey! I'm still at home watching TV. Bring them shows, man. <laughs> hey, hey! I didn't leave the house. Um, Ellen had one. It was good, but she got canceled. So, yeah, ain't no more TV show for her. 
Oh, Ava from uh, Abbott Elementary. She got one. She's hosting coming out soon. I'm going to watch that. That woman wild. Oh, she, yeah, she is. Y'all go watch Abbott Elementary. They got a season two coming out. Go watch it so they can get to season three. I'm excited for season two. Also, speaking about uh, other shows that are coming out, um, Only Murders in the Building, uh, they're, I think they're having two episodes released. I think it's August. Is it August? Or is it no, it's, it's this Monday. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the same thing. in August. I don't remember. Anyway. Oh, Doctor Strange new movie is out on Disney Plus now. Ooh, I need to go watch. Okay. I, I know I'm going to watch it again later. I need to watch it. Well, that's good. Um, anyways. Um, so, besides Paris... Only Burning, Murders in the Building. Only, yeah, if y'all haven't watched it, go watch it. It's wild. Truly. Anyway, my bad. Go on. So, besides Paris is Burning, which is, a, again, a documentary uh, in the 1990s that uh, depicted ballroom culture, and I believe was the inspiration as to where Madonna got her Vogue dancing from. Um, other forms of media that depict or pay homage to ballroom culture is Pose, which is all on Netflix. Uh, wait, I think the first two seasons is on Netflix, and all they're all on Hulu. Uh, and Legendary on HBO Max, with Pose, you know, being set in like the 1980s, 1990s, during the AIDS crisis and whatnot. Um, and then Legendary being basically uh a ball competition show where it's more of the voguing aspect with some like basically they come like they have like big house performances that depict the voguing aspect or dances and whatnot but they also talk about like they also show off other categories like the you know the realness category or like the walking categories uh and they really dive into specifics of oaks um and they also talk about the bizarre category which uh I didn't mention it earlier, but yeah, with the videos like with the alien of uh, being basically birthing Jesus and whatnot, and like the other videos sent me, like there is, there is a specific category for it. And it's called bizarre, and it's basically as you might depict it, it's just bizarre things, like you know, aliens birthing baby Jesus and uh, whatnot. And yeah, people people all do all this for cash prizes and whatnot too, and uh, prestige and whatnot. Why? Alien ones be so. I don't even know. I don't even know. That's what else you got. Um. Let's see. Uh, I guess you know, just it's still relevant today. Um. You know, it's been coming to the mainstream eye through TV shows and drag clubs. Um, and in fact, the the process of an underground ball seeping into mainstream culture can be understood and be examined through the career of drag queen RuPaul. Uh, you know, obviously uh, known for award-winning, Emmy-winning show RuPaul's Drag Race, which has like 20 seasons, over 20 seasons so far now. Um, which is just sidebar, like 
I think they're working on their 15th season of the United States version. Um, they're on seven. They're on their seventh season of their All Stars, which is essentially like, like you know, the Queens come back to compete. So that's 21 now, and that's just for the U.S. Uh, and then they have, I think they're working on the third or fourth UK season. Uh, and then they got their second or third on Canada. Uh, I think they're working on a Mexico one. Um, there was a Australian uh, one based in Australia. Uh, one in Holland, um, one in France now, and uh, I think there are some more. Espen, Espen, not Espanol, uh, or Espanana. There, there's so fucking. There's, oh, there's so many. That is uh, funny. There's so many. Um, which is basically just searching for the next track sensation. Uh, so RuPaul actually started in. You gonna apply? You know, boy, I just might. Do it. I, mean, I ain't gonna watch it, but at least you'll be on there. I might watch it. Um, yeah, and he he began his drag career in performing an underground ball circuit and living with fellow fellow homeless drag queens. In New York City, um, and then you know he got he captured a mainstream eye through his Supermodel of the World, which appeared uh, on MTV in 1993. Um, and yeah, and then performances uh, he performed in the Madonna's Vogue video, um, which kind of marked his change in style and behavior in drag, which essentially led to his more popularity. Um, which it should be noted that like drag and ballroom culture, while they are very similar and drag gets a lot of its inspiration from ballroom culture, um, they're and not the same thing. It's essentially drag is essentially a subculture of ballroom culture. Um, but it's what most because it's so popularized and in mainstream eye and again, drag race has twenty one variants or seasons, like that's what most people refer to as or think of it as. And in fact, a lot of the lingo and like dances and uh, things of that nature up here in those shows come from ballroom culture, and but really make no reference to those things unless the queens themselves may like, hey, this came from this. Um, so yeah, I just remember RuPaul was on the episode of Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Yeah, RuPaul during that time when he became more popular. That was a good show. He was he was in a lot of shows, like made cameo appearances in a lot of shows. Um, yeah, and then ball culture specifically has spread across the country, and currently the ballroom scene has is almost is in almost every major city in North America, and there are actively over a hundred active houses. Uh, and they're, it's in other countries, too. Um, and it, it still primarily consists of disadvantaged groups and represents non-mainstream values. Uh, thus, it should not be considered post-subculture. Um, and essentially, it should stay where it is. Uh, yeah. And essentially, just the last note that... Uh, um, 
the whole ballroom culture as we know it today is simply started from resistance to conformity like it exists because you know uh black and latino people were like we're not represented in these white spaces so we're gonna make our own spaces um and then you know obviously being queer that adds that adds on to the layer of resistance and going against the status quo and whatnot um and yeah, they participated in absolute civil rights movements and other movements of that nature. Um, yeah, and even if so, many civil rights leaders condemned and attacked black queer culture, uh, but even still, they uh, ball culture uh, still participated in civil rights movements. Um, And yeah, that's that's what I got. Oh, the polarity of the black community in regards to the civil rights movement and queerness created a persistent struggle for queer black Americans to fight for their rights as both black and queer individuals. History. Good old drag. Oh, ball roll. That's it. Yep, that's what I got. Cool. Uh, well, I have nothing to add to that. That's that's not my realm. I did zero research for any of this. But uh, I think this is gonna be our last show before Pride Month is over. Yes, sir. Unless you know we. Find some and record, which I doubt because you'd be tripping. But uh, it was good stuff. You, you did, you did good out here doing research, informing the people, giving us some LGBT history and whatnot. Inform myself too. Like, I didn't know a lot of the stuff that I wrote. Like, that, you know, I didn't know ballroom culture actually started because, uh, uh, the whites were racist. The white gays were racist. Shock, no shocker there. I'm shocked. Um, Gay ain't racist. It's just a wild combination. Anyway. Yeah. And even 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 if, like, even for other stuff, because I was just doing research, like, I learned about the origins of Father's Day. Uh, I got educated about Juneteenth. Um, what else? What else did we talk about? We talked about the flags. I got educated about those as well. Um, and educated others. Uh, Me and Jay did Black Music History Month. Black Music History. Uh, we talked about the Post Nightclub shooting. Uh, we did. What else? Uh, and then we just talked about like what, like you know, the whole reason why we have Pride Month in general. Um. You know, we talked about the Stonewall riots of 1916, uh, 1969, um, and why that's, you know, Prime of is in June. Um, other riots talked about important figures, uh, specifically that, you know, Pride would not exist without the works of Black, Indigenous, uh, Latinx, and American, Asian, American, Pacific Islander uh, activists. Um, who a lot were prominent in ballroom culture. Um, yeah. 
And which is ironic because even though all these celebrations should include these people who, uh, you know, is got us where we are today, they're often marginalized and erased. Um, and that you can still celebrate pride even if you're not queer. Uh, and okay. Corporate. Oh, corporate. Yeah. And uh and honestly, I mean I made the point at the beginning of the month that uh if you're wondering like why does there need to be a gay pride or like you know, what about a straight pride? Um You're an idiot. Yeah. Cause uh if what the recent events have shown you anything, it's it's very very clear reasons as to why uh, pride exists. Um, it's, you know, pride is resistance, and it's pride is about fighting for our rights, which are, you know, in a few months probably we could take it away because <laughs> that's um, actually why they really might ban break slavery. That's crazy. Yikes! Yikes! Honestly, you know what? You know what? Boy, um, actually, I was about to say that I hope some of these Supreme Court justices, uh, who vote, who are voting against this stuff, you know, they have a kid. I was about to say they have kids. I was like, wait a minute, they're old. They're old farts. Um, they're not going to have kids anytime soon. So I hope their grandkids are all just super, super queer. Um. But then I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if I want that for, I don't, I don't know if I want that, that queer person to be associated with them. Like, I don't, I don't know if I want that for them. Not for, not for the, uh, not for the Supreme Court justice because screw them. They, they deserve to be uncomfortable. Um, and, uh, know their consequences of their actions. Uh, but, uh-huh. Have you seen the picture of them? Do you not think they are also, you know, licking each other? Because, I mean, Never mind. Corporate. Anyways. Stay gay. Uh, are you done? Yeah. I had a question, but I'll just save it for... No, no, no. We when don't... I'm back driving this ship, because I don't want to do this. No. Uh, well, what's the question? Irrelevant. Mm. So, we learned some good LGBT... Plus, I'm not seeing all those letters. Uh, history. Shout out to David for informing us. You know what I'm saying? He really out here doing, doing, doing some good work for the people, for the podcast. We got Black Music History Month episode, Juneteenth information. Hashtag bring back Negro politics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. She got an EGOT, you know what I'm saying? I think she's like 40, 41 years old. There's only 17 people ever since since those awards like existed. I think the first one came out in 1932. I think it was the Oscar. Yeah. Only 17 people, and she's the 17th. So shout out to her. I'm pretty sure. I think, sure. I uh, think uh, as far as black women, it's just her and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's just her and Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, Whoopi be Coley, but anyway. Uh, so shout out to Jennifer Hudson. Good stuff. Well, it's been another riveting episode. Hopefully, you know, y'all like it. If you don't, 
we don't really care. But uh, like us on 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 uh, what is this? Spotify. That's where we be. Like us on Spotify. Give us five stars. Hit the follow button. Same with Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Google Podcasts. Give us five stars. We're on Pocket Cast Radio Public. Wherever else you find podcasts, we're there. Except YouTube. We don't do YouTube. So give us five stars. Nonetheless, leave good comments. We have a Facebook page. It's the new one. So all those other 50 plus episodes are saying whatever the old one was. It's irrelevant now. The new one is D-O-N-N-E-L-L space J-O-S-H-U-A. Donnell Joshua. Go uh, go like it. All right. Go follow us. Go like it. Go interact. We have question of the week stuff. I'll read those answers probably next week because they're on multiple platforms and I got to get them in one area. Plus, I want some more responses. So I'll do that next week. But shout out to y'all who've already responded. Appreciate it. And, you know, share the podcast on your social media. Tell your friends. Share with your friends. Send to them. We out here. And I want an Emmy. All right. This this is a lot of work. I've, I've been humble enough. I want an Emmy. What? We need egots of our own. Right. Right. Apparently, the hardest one is the Tony. So. You'll probably get that one if you do this acting stuff and be on Broadway. Broadway. I have to sneak one in by producing. But, uh, yeah, we out here. Follow us, like us, share the stuff, get our name out there because 58 episodes in, in a year, in a week, or a year and two weeks is crazy. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm serious. I want to Emmy. No, but if you like it, no. Five stars, follow us. I want to Emmy. Anything else, David? Uh, no. All right, cool. Bye.